Welcome to Slingstones, a podcast with insights for the Christian journey. Proudly brought to you by Healing Care Ministries. Now here's your host, Terry Wardle. Hope you're doing well today. You may have noticed that in the introduction to Slingstones of late, there's been mentioned the fact that it's now a ministry of Healing Care Ministries itself. I just want to highlight that fact that for the last four years, I've just been doing this on my own, uh, an opportunity to share the good word of Jesus with people. But um, Healing Care Ministries, which I originally founded, has now decided that they want to take this ministry under them, which is great. That's going to give it some long-term impact. And I just want to highlight that fact that this is something I get to do, and I enjoy doing it very, very much. It's also now part of the various ministries of Healing Care. If you want to know more about Healing Care, please go to the website, healingcare.org. There is a lot of information about all of our different ministries and offerings, what's free, what you can do by paying a fee, all kinds of stuff. But anyhow, just to highlight for a moment that this is now something they're investing in, they want to take part in. And so... It's just great to be able to spend this time with you on Slingstones. So I think we're well aware that forgiveness and cleansing is a huge deal when it comes to Scripture and the movement of the kingdom of God. I was in my reading going through the book of Leviticus recently and interested yet again on the whole idea of the ministry that took place with the scapegoats. There would be two young goats, one would be sacrificed for the sins of the people, and the other one, the priest would put his hands on the goat and basically place upon that goat all the sins of the people, and it would then be led out into the wilderness, chased away. And with that, there was this recognition that the people had been cleansed and they had been forgiven. And of course, that's part of what the cross is about, isn't it? that Jesus went there and by shedding his blood, we can receive that forgiveness. And now it doesn't happen by the blood of a goat, but it happened because of the blood of the lamb, Jesus, once and for all, for all of us. And how Jesus cried out, Father, forgive them, which we have received. That teaching in 1 John, where it says that if we're faithful to confess, confess our sins, and by sin, I mean where we're failing to live out of who we are in Jesus, that God's He's faithful, he'll forgive us, and he cleanses us again because of Jesus. It's even within the Lord's Prayer, forgive us our sins. Forgive us the places where we failed to live out of who we are in you. But it's not only an issue of us being forgiven by God. There's some forgiveness that we have to grapple with. You remember in Matthew 18, Jesus talks about a man who had a great debt and he was forgiven and then someone owed him a smaller amount and he didn't forgive him and put him in prison. And how then that man also ended up in prison in a torment because of his unwillingness to forgive. Peter was wanting to, I think, appear to be very noble when he said, Lord, how many times should I forgive? Seven times? And Jesus went on to say, no, not seven times, seven times, 70 times. In Luke 17, he even goes on in another teaching and says that if someone comes to you seven times a day, 
asking for forgiveness. You need to be willing to give that. Somehow unforgiveness, it, it works against well-being. I mean, every aspect of well-being, if, if we are living with unforgiveness, whether it's receiving the forgiveness of God or being unforgiving toward ourselves and unforgiving to other people, somehow it affects our own soul care. Now, a lot of us know why we don't forgive. We don't forgive some people because they hurt us so badly. Because maybe we want to protect ourselves or maybe we want them to pay. But yet, Jesus calls us. Basically says, we're going to lean into the forgiveness of the Father. We need to be forgiving as well. Now, my saying this is leading up to a moment of vulnerability on my part. For the last month and a half, I've been spending, let's just say, time going to the Lord, asking him to help me grow. I've come to realize that in some aspects of my faith, even though I've been walking this faith for what, over four decades, there's still some Swiss cheese to it. <laughs> There's holes. There's a lot that God has done. And there's many, many places in which he's changed me. And by his grace, he's transformed me. And I'm grateful for that. But I also have places where, I don't know, maybe I didn't say yes yet or my faith wasn't strong enough. But there's been some Swiss cheese, if you will, holes that I recognize have been getting in the way of my own journey to the Lord my relationship with him, the freedom that he wants to bring me, the well-being that he paid for on the cross. And so I, I started to pray about that. And in praying about that, one day a phrase came to my mind, just two words that I don't know. I'd ever seen it in scripture. I've never thought about it. I don't know that I've ever said it before. But it felt like the Lord was saying to me, you need to work on passive unforgiveness. Passive unforgiveness. I don't even know what passive unforgiveness meant. I mean, I get unforgiveness that somebody's done something to me and I hold an offense against them. That feels a little bit more aggressive. So I began to just ask the Lord, what do you mean by passive unforgiveness? And all of a sudden I realized that there are, have been times in my life, not a few times, many times, where maybe somebody said something in a rather harsh way, or maybe I was in a, a line getting groceries or at a gas station or in a department store, and somebody was just irritated. And they turned that irritation on me and maybe said something nasty or something in a huff. I might not even have known their name. And it seemed that what the Lord was really working with me is that that's a place where I really need to extend blessing, even there. I just tend to move on from it. You know, if somebody's cutting me off and they blow their horn or they give some offensive hand gesture to me, I just get a little bit riled, and then later in the day it just goes away and I don't think much about it. But it seemed like the Lord was saying to me that these small things can accumulate in a soul 
And it would be good for me first to ask the Lord to bring to mind any occasions where I may have <clears throat> reacted that way and extend into the heavens a blessing and forgiveness upon those people. Now, as the Lord seemed to bring that to mind, at first I thought it was trite, and then I just said, Lord, well, go ahead. <clears throat> you want to bring these occasions up, I'll, <clears throat> I'll write it down, and then I'll go through it. Well, I have to tell you, there were more than a few. There were quite a few. And so I began to simply, and by the way, this isn't noble on my part. This is all the Lord and the Holy Spirit wanting to do a work in me. I began to remember those occasions and speak a blessing. A blessing as an act of forgiveness. A, a blessing as an act of empathy. Of recognizing that they may have been in a tough spot. They could be carrying a big burden. And here I am just kind of blowing them off, but there was just this passive unforgiveness. Passive is in that I didn't say I don't forgive you. I probably didn't even think about it being as a forgivable issue. And yet the Lord was reminding me that seeds matter and that this is a place where I needed to really spend some time with the Lord. And it, it was interesting for me. And I know the Lord was in it. Some people I had names to, others just faces and situations. And at the end of that time, I felt like the Lord said to me that I, I need to do the same with myself, that there are places within me that I haven't really been generous, that I haven't extended a blessing, I haven't said to myself, I forgive you. I know the Lord has. That's the promise of the cross. But maybe I didn't. Instead, I just wrapped myself in shame and regret instead of speaking a word of forgiveness. Not as an excuse. No, never as an excuse. And not as permission to do it over again with someone. But forgiveness is a recognition that even after all these years, I'm still growing. I still need the presence of Christ to help address these issues in my life. Now, I think it's important for me to say this wasn't a paranoia. It wasn't what they used to call scruples, which was the disease of being hypersensitive to your own failings. This seemed like it was something the Lord was saying is an investment in my own freedom. Led by the Spirit, initiated by Him. When I was simply saying, Lord, I, I want to grow. I want to, I want to experience your transformation in these places that are yet to be undone. And somehow this issue was something that needed to be and needs to be addressed if I'm going to move on to other areas that the Lord wants to do in my life. You know, it's hard to remember at times, but everybody's carrying something. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a hurt. And there are moments in time when people are triggered and they lash out 
and they give that ugly look or they say a word that is somewhat caustic and then they move on down the road and you feel like you're wearing it and you just simply need to forget it, you know, get in your car or walk away. But maybe there's a more active posture we could take. Maybe when these things have happened and do happen, we can ask the Lord to give us the strength and courage to not only say, I understand, I forgive you, but pray a blessing for that person. I am absolutely convinced that Christians hold a certain amount of authority. Paul says that, blessed don't curse. There's something about our words that we can speak even into the atmosphere that can release people and that we can say, I want to bless you. It may be that none of this relates to you. I know I often share my own journey, and I don't mean it to be all about me, but I, I felt like I need to share this. This has been several weeks in coming, and that maybe there's a place within you that you too have had this passive unforgiveness. Doesn't mean you have to go to anybody and say anything to them. It's just in your own heart. Release them. Bless them. Understand them. God has been so rich in forgiving us. How can we not forgive others? It's my prayer once again that you would experience the grace of the Lord falling upon you, that his face shines on you, that he longs to be in fellowship with you. You're something special. God bless you. Thank you.